Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It just keeps on delivering, Rugby League. Keeps on delivering like the city of Sydney keeps on delivering, um, which is why I'm sort of poking the bear now, Jared Waitley, who's <laughs> getting ready for his program in Melbourne. Sydney keeps delivering... Um, those warm-up concerts down in Melbourne for Taylor Swift. She's now primed and ready for Sydney. Jared, thanks for doing that, mate. We really appreciate it. Vossi, Brandy, hello. Yeah, good luck matching the grandeur of the MCG. Um, and I will say is uh, the, the camping out in front of the merchandise stand, I do have a little bit of knowledge on this with, with two daughters. We, we had to go a bit beforehand to make sure we, we got our gear. So that is okay. that's part of it is... On the night, it's almost impractical to get your merchandise. Jared, did you, so you take need a, a plan? Uh, did you take a couple of days off uh, RDOs and camp out? Like, did you <laughs> we didn't quite do tent? that, but we definitely uh, we had a middle of the day excursion out there once it had opened, and you had to commit a couple of hours to it. Good advice, Jared. Good. Now you did a piece on your own program, so you're not all sport on your show as well. You spoke about the the magnitude of the event. Taylor Swift, put it in your words, relay it here to our Sydney audience. Yeah, so I've been going to the MCG my whole life. I consider myself extremely lucky on that front, and I've experienced everything, the, the greatest cricket, the best of footy, world events. I've never felt the stands shake the way that they did in the first 10 minutes of the Taylor Swift concert. I've never been part of a crowd that's reaction was quite so intense and ear-splitting as what happened when she first appeared. Uh, and even just talking to the officials at the MCG, they t- checked with the structural engineers to make sure that the rocking of the stance for 12 minutes wasn't going to lead to something a little bit unnerving. So uh, it was a spectacular event. And I've got a couple of girls and have never considered myself more lucky to be a girl dad than over the past week to have fully experienced it. Mm. Uh, now, what it did do was uh, was dig up the turf of the MCG. Yeah. So... Um, uh, they're, they're pretty good at repairing things in those big stadiums quickly, aren't they? It, it'll be up and running. It'll be good for the for the start of everything, won't it? Yeah, it'll certainly be relayed by the start of the, the AFL season. So it's a short turnaround. You, you're talking days, not weeks. Um, and it is the largest turf replacement that the ground has ever undertaken. Um, they grow the turf out at the farm and then... Um, truck it in and lay it from there. As last season, we were coming off the Ed Sheeran concerts and round one, it was uh, a little unsightly and didn't play as well as we expect the MCG to. And I suspect that's probably the reality for round one as well. But um, what we've just experienced is the MCG is more than just a sporting field and has always been thus. And if the price is that the 
the turf is not quite as pure for the start of the football as it might have been, then it will have been worth it. Um, the phenomenon that gripped the town and that you're about to experience in Sydney, it will have been worth it to compromise a little bit of footy at the start of a long season. Yeah, yeah. Four, four nights in a row. It, I might need a, a full re-turf out of yeah. the core stadium too. Uh, Jared, uh, one of our listeners, Phil, says, is it, are there any rule changes we need to be aware of in the AFL this year? Any tweaks? Yeah, they're sort of more, yes, they're tweaks um, rather than changes. And a lot of it does relate to the dangerous tackle and the the adjustments that every contact sport around the world is making in regard to concussion. So last year we had a spate of dangerous tackles and then we had the very unusual uh, smothering incident, which you'll recall, the Mm. Maynard Brayshaw incident, which Rugby League already captures in its rules and you're a great example to us. So the adjustment has been attempted there that if a player is to leave the ground, turn his shoulder and make contact with the kicker on the way down, he, he would now face a suspension which brings us into line with a pretty nimble rule that you've had for some time. So nothing dramatic, but uh, very much geared around uh, how to uh, make play, how to increase the duty of care. All right, Jared, do you get around? You had that amazing Vegas trip and you ran us through your trip to the Grand Canyon, to the Sphere, to the Live Golf, to the Ice Hockey, to the Copperfield Magic Show. I mean, you've done it all. And now, <laughs> um, while Brandy is uh, marooned in Sydney, I get to go to Vegas. Poor old Brandy sitting back. <laughs> You're off to New Zealand. The, um, the You will do the first test next yeah, week. I'll... We've got the T20s on today from, from 5 o'clock here. But you'll be off at the test next I'll week. Sneak, sneak the Wellington test in before um, footy obligations start. So it's sold out. It was sold out a couple of months ago, which I think, and what happens this afternoon is the Chapel Hadley Trophy just isn't contested the way that it should be. There's such a rich history of rivalry, obviously, between Australia and New Zealand across multiple sports. And cricket for a time was at the front of that. And then it's just left dormant, I think, too often. You have to find a one-week window, which I concede is not always possible, but it's the quickest trip that there is. And then you play three games, of which this time they're going to be T20s in in a World Cup year. And I think you've heard sort of through David Warner's starting point is that that rivalry is rich and deep mm-hmm. and probably should be explored more than it is. And even the fact that Test Series is only two rather than three is a little bit disappointing. Yes. New Zealand, for a long time, haven't stacked up against Australia in cricket. Despite uh, this really successful period for them, they would dearly love to reverse that. I, I think Australia will be fully braced for what's coming, having lost the last Test match against the West Indies, but they would want to be. I think they will hit a really determined New Zealand side playing not just for themselves, but for the recent history of New Zealand cricket. Gee, I could think of worse things to do. Go and spend a week in Wellington and yeah. uh, and watch yeah. the cricket. Jared, you, you, do, you do it tough. Um, <laughs> Joel Smith, uh, the AFL player, accused... Well, they've upgraded things, haven't they? They've yeah. gone from, um, you know, using to trafficking. So this is dramatic, uh, dramatically escalated as the investigation of Sports Integrity Australia deepened and what was originally a positive in-competition test for cocaine at the end of last season's Home and Away has now extended to charges relating to possession and trafficking of cocaine in September the previous year. And the nub of the allegation, as the Herald Sun dictates, is that it's text messages on Smith's phone offering quantities of cocaine to teammates and that SIA having seized Smith's phone and, and dug deep 
uh, believe that warrants warrants the charges of trafficking or attempted trafficking and possession from a previous time. So at the start of this, there was sort of cockeyed optimism around maybe a three-month ban for Smith, uh, uh, with cocaine being that unusual in-competition drug. And if you can prove it wasn't performance enhancing, but this is this is much wider now, and the implications not only for the player but for Melbourne on a cultural front are are profound. Uh, and it, it's going to be so interesting to see how that lands over the next seventy two hours. Yeah, just from the outside, Jared, and looking in and reading bits and pieces over the last couple of years since Melbourne have won, since they won the competition, just reading about those sort of issues without anyone without names appearing but Melbourne having that problem an off-field problem which has then affected what they do on the field Uh, is that is that correct am I I sort of I think that's a reasonable summary and then the depths of that is what's the where the questions are is the previous president was sort of unceremoniously blasted out of office and the core of that were questions he was asking around the culture of the club and Mm. what he might have been prepared to do. So that feels like he was an inconvenience and he was swiftly dealt with, but he hasn't gone away. So they've been been on a battle footing, I think, since they won their premiership. Mm. And probably the battle footing is never more urgent than today. And I will say that the one chance that they had in October, the chief executive declared what was happening at Melbourne as the best culture he'd seen at in a footy club in 40 years involvement in the game. So that's the bar that we would measure them against. And they are clearly well short of that. And then what does that look like? Because this is a team that's gone out in straight sets in the finals two years running. So the confluence of all of this makes them the most fascinating team of the season. And this almost ensures that this investigation will last a good chunk of the season. All right, um, back to things of a positive nature in sport of a different sort of positive. Um, just just to reinforce, Jared, and, uh, and we as rugby league fans appreciate your support. You are absolutely on board with Vegas, aren't you? And I as am. it gets closer, everyone's talking about it up here. Like the, the, the coverage it's getting is just enormous. Um, Russell Crowe was tweeted twice in the last, you know, 12, 14 hours promoting. How good's that? Yeah, he's got two and a half million followers and he's putting out clips of the NRL and the ads and like that's fantastic support. Yeah, you, you know I love a bit of Melbourne, Sydney banter, Vossi, but I can't, I can't indulge in it here. I think this is a brilliant idea. I think it's so bold for the code. It's so bold for sport in the country and it's worth it. Uh, and there'll be differing levels of what represents success. But in what you're telling me of the number of people who are going to take the pilgrimage and have one of the great football experiences of their lives, what traction can it get over in the US? I think it will look spectacular in that stadium when it's shown on telly, particularly if you've got 40,000 plus in there. And I just think it speaks, it's visionary. The AFL's tried a few times, New Zealand, a bit half-hearted, China, which which just felt sort of... um, odd and ended in COVID. The US has always been the most likely and the glittering lights of Vegas sort of suit the NRL rather perfectly. I hope it's a roaring success for the five years and inspires um, inspires others to follow. Um, yeah, I, 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 won't, I won't hear a bad word about it as long as everybody understands. My only concern, Vossi, is that the players understand they have a huge role in this and this is not yeah. to be mucked up. Yeah, I had a little, I had a little mail, okay, 
You tell me, Brandy, you tell me this is a good thing. I heard that Manly have been given, like, we get there, we acclimatise, you then have 24 hours to do whatever you like, <laughs> and then it's all focus on the game. It's almost, there's a curfew, you're, locked, you're in lockdown mm. to prepare for the game. That 24 hours, Brandy, you support that? That you just basically let them up, up to their own devices? Or would you be instructed, no, we've got to do things organised as a team rather than giving them free licence? Oh, that's 24 hours. Yeah, that's lock can, a lot can happen in 24 hours. Yeah, a lot. Hangover. Yeah. That immediately <laughs> springs to mind, doesn't it, the hangover? Yeah, it does. We're losing okay, player. <laughs> boys, we've got 24 hours to do whatever we can. Then yeah. we're going to get our footy heads on and, and concentrate. Could be dangerous. So that's what I've heard, Jared. So yeah, that's that, what I think that's a profoundly bad idea. Yeah, I think it is too. <laughs> <laughs> profoundly bad. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a bit I of advice. If you watch Obliterate on the flight over, which was my mistake, um, that, that would put the fear of God into your 24 hours in Vegas. Okay. All right. And news here. Uh, Peter Volandi set to uh, be appointed for another three years, a, 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 an extension of his tenure. But he has said to the Telegraph today he mightn't see out the term. I have suggested that as we get to the end of that three years that we tie and bound and gag him in a room until he signs on for another three years. We're not letting him go. He's... he's <laughs> He's, he's been pretty good. administrator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been rugby league's best weapon in many a year, I think. Mm, nicely put. Best weapon. Jared, have a great show today. Great to chat, uh, hopefully mate. Hopefully a little bit of rugby league and Sydney infiltrates your program on a regular basis today throughout the three hours. I look forward to following your escapades in Vegas. Mm. You might have a little more Vegas guy in you than I did. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's possible. Maybe that's a possible. touch. Still, still haven't bought <laughs> tickets for the Sphere. I haven't done anything yet in that regard um i have noticed so that's jared waitley there the nrl have put out a post for those australians who are listening now who are going over lucky enough to go over thursday night downtown vegas six o'clock brandy there is an nrl fan experience where the the teams are going to be presented to the crowd this is right in the heart of vegas uh they are going to have music acts and special guest appearances wow that be crow could that be jackman have we flushed out Jackman for that? Well, will that be Norman? Will that be the Great White Shaft? Will that be Kylie Minogue? Who are we, who are we bringing out? Well, I don't know. Mystery Man sends in a text. He says, morning, boys. Tom and Eddie of Hello Sport fame are campaigning to dethrone Hugh Jackman as Manly's number one ticket holder. My question is, should you have to attend games to hold on to that, or is it just a matter of how famous you are? Surely you've got to get down to Brookie from time to time. They're on the push to uh, get rid of the... The Wolverine. So what are you saying? We present Tom Keneally to the Americans in Vegas. Is, he, it, is, is that the next step, is it? Oh, is that, is that where you go back to? <laughs> a special guest appearance by Tom Keneally. Blow, blow that, whistle. that whistle ref. Yeah. Mm, probably not. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Get the get the, uh, the Wolverine, the Wolverine there, that's and the it. Gladiator and... And get Deadpool out there while you can. Bring up a few ringings as well. Mm. That chat with Jared Waitley, thanks to Mate. $20 off for five months with Mate Internet. Use promo code SAVE20 with Mate Internet. Home of Sport, 1170 SEN AM in Sydney.